to Nick Daly and Steve-O from Ark Royal for playing us in, as, saying oh, that as though they are, like, in my living room playing that song and not recording it 15 years ago. I love that song. I love it, love it, love it, love it. You are listening to The A Show on CKCC Radio. My name is Matt. My name is Chris. And we are here, I feel like I say this to start every episode, we are here to concede defeat. <laughs> we, will, we will win. I was the, I was the, like, in in the feeling of uh, Impractical Jokers, I was the biggest loser this week. I had more than one vote this time, so I'm pretty stoked for that. All right, we're getting there. Um, but DJ from Wednesday Night War Podcast, found on the soon-to-be name network and at pwponderings.com had a really good card and decided to set up the legitimate apocalypse in the future with the battle between Harley Race and Ming. It <laughs> so It was not as good as um, Ricky Steamboat getting the Medal of Freedom, but we'll uh, <laughs> leave that. <laughs> <laughs> so we move on to this week, episode four, and joining us this week, as I said, we are on the CKCC Radio Network, and our guest this week, our our um, guest drafter, is the founder of CKCC Radio, Chris O'Mealy. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I love the show. I love the concept. And just for the record, each one of you received a vote at some point by me. Oh, good, 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 good. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I know you told me on episode one is because I paired... Jason the Terrible and Jason the Sexiest Man Alive. <laughs> I mean, that won the show for me, so. <laughs> it, you know, it didn't even win the show for me, and it was my show. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we get started, Chris um, O'Mealy, because we have Chris Decker and Chris O'Mealy. So, O'Mealy, go ahead and introduce yourself for our listeners. Um, so I founded the CKCC radio network at the beginning of 2020. Uh, that's why 2020 wasn't exactly a total crap fest year for me because I finally got to start my own podcasting channel, which I'd always wanted to do. I do a bunch of shows on here. There's a ton of stuff and I can cover the plugs this week if you want to. So you don't have to because I can I kind of got the, the thing in motion. Um, so you can just probably rile, uh, rile them up or, uh, uh, you know, just rattle them off. Exactly. Rattle them off. I'm, I'm kind of used to it at this point. Uh, I just have to edit it so I don't plug this show because I have like the order. And you're part of it, but <laughs> that'd be know. funny. Make sure you listen to the A show, like you are, <laughs> like right you now. are right now. Exactly. I, it's funny because I meant to ask you off air because I'm still getting used to it. Like I'll pull up the Podbean, uh, ckccradio.podbean.com, and I will just like start reading off show titles, and I'm still not horribly familiar with all of it. So I must sound absolutely terrible doing it. So I was going <laughs> to defer to you for that. It's fine. Like I said, uh, I appreciate the plug, and you don't have to go as nuts as I do. You know, I'm the founder. That's kind of my thing, is to be kind of psychotic about everything. But you, you <laughs> don't have to. You're just the you're just the content guy. Um, all all you need to do. We is are the talent around here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm I'm Vince. You're, you're the boss. You're and you guys are Flair and Steamboat. So <laughs> I, or, well, that's okay. high praise. Okay, how about this? You guys are Tommy Young. I don't know which one he wants him. I mean, and um, Brian Kurt and uh, Brian Hildebrand. So take your pick. I think um I think it's more like I'm Christian, Matt is Tomko. What? Because <laughs> my name is Christian. <laughs> well, guess what? Now you're 
now you're McMurray. Congratulations. <laughs> you have now taken the position of McMurray. Boy, oh, you don't McMur- like- Boy, McMurray, your wife's a 10, but when she's with you, she drops down to about a 7.5. <laughs> you don't like Tomco? No. I, I don't know. It, I I really don't care either way about Tomco. Uh, it was just funny to work that McMurray thing back around from the episode oh, with, right. with Gatton and um, and Pete DeLong. And um, O'Malley so, is a massive Letterkenny fan. Everybody watch Letterkenny. That show is amazing. Um, I knew it would pop O'Malley if I said that. <laughs> and speaking of Tomco <laughs> and Christian. He's my first draft pick. No, no not, not at all. Tomko's a piece of shit. <laughs> yes. So the reason we're doing 2005 is because this is the year I broke into wrestling as a performer slash worker slash whatever you want to call me. I was a ring announcer for World Star Wrestling with Johnny Glitter, and I still remember my first year like it just happened. Like, I remember, like, my whole first year so vaguely, and I have 110 stories from that year alone but I'll, I'll sum it up in a, in a couple of ways. Uh, I got, ch- I got 21 chops. I got a pie to the face and I befriended a bunch of you guys. So take which one of those was the highlight and run with it. <laughs> I just, you just said that. And all I thought is one 21 chops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I've never, I watched, I watched Vader give John Salinas a concussion. No, that was not Vader. That was Slam Vader. Vader slam, but. And, uh, yeah, well, John still had an opinion about him when he died, so. <laughs> Who's sl- Wait, Slam is dead, too? Yeah. Both yeah, Slayers are gone? But there Super Invader still lives, that son of a bitch. Listen, uh, going back to our days of Show Some Hat, we know what a big Super Invader mark you are. And unfortunately, Decker... Yeah. Super Invader is not on the 2005 WWE roster, but that's okay because there's like 1,800 other workers that you can choose from. We, I, I have I numbered the list in front of me to make this easy for me. There's 120 names on it. Oh, Holy smokes! So, so like I said, that was a real bitch to get together. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, what I what we can do, I can do my plugs now if you guys want, so we can just have fun the rest of the show. Uh, that's we, not a terrible idea. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go for it. This, this way, if people start fast-forwarding now to be dicks, they might actually miss... Like, I should just sneak my first draft pick in the middle of the plugs so oh everybody everybody misses it. And I'll teach you guys to hit the fast-forward button. Uh, but thank <laughs> well, you guys. You can, check out CK, you can check out CKCC Radio on all the podcasting platforms wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Uh, among the shows you can listen to include The Nerd Table, drops every Monday morning at 7 a.m. Me, Eric, and Dan talk about everything nerd culture. We have guests. We tell stories. We play games. It's just a it's just a goofy time, and there's no script. We don't plan anything. We just talk about nerd shit. The best idea for a show ever, pretty much. Uh, Jeff Trellowitz has two shows, Ranking Tracks and Real Paranormal Talk. Jeff is a real paranormal investigator. So those are his real stories, and he talks about famous hauntings and stories and cryptos and Loch Ness Monster, you know, what have you. And on Ranking Tracks, he takes an album, and he ranks every track from worst to best. I just did, as we're recording this, his last episode was Jagged Little Pill. That's such a great album, by the way. It is. It was, like, everybody's soundtrack. Uh, Speaking of alternating weeks, when you're not listening to the A show, you can check out By the Numbers with Matt. It's a great show, by the way, especially when the wrestlers don't remember half the matches they had with you. Or wrestler. (laughs) That's so many of them. That's why 
we prep ahead of time and I give them a list and say, hey, what do you remember and what don't you remember? So we don't have any awkward, hey, I don't remember that. There I don't. Go. I didn't actually know that you prepped them. I thought. I thought it was just on the spot. Well, here's this match where you had with uh, Angelico. You know, you <laughs> that go. match never happened. <laughs> uh, Jason Shin does J Bunny's Music Hub. He interviews people in the music industry, from Forty Below Summer to Boba Flex to Bad Wolves, whoever he can get his hands on that week. Pretty. He much. got a hold of Bad Wolves. No shit. He did. He did get a hold of Bad Wolves uh, before Zombie, though. It's an older interview, so. I'm not going to lie. I think that zombie cover is dog shit, but, I mean, it's cool that he got a hold of him. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I thought you – I was waiting for you to be like, he's going to get confrontational. No. No, that's that, – I just like, that leads into – that leads into the conversation that I've had about you for the last couple of weeks about a music show I have, but that's that's uh, off-air talk. Oh, boy. <laughs> this conversation is fast becoming a confrontation. <laughs> Watch the show. It's really good. <laughs> God, I just lost my tra- my train of thoughts. Okay, Motivational Moves is a monthly podcast. It airs the first Monday of every month. They're short episodes, only a few minutes long, and they get you hyped. So you can have the best month ever. Get motivated. And that's my is friend Adrian Cotton. Raleigh po- it's the Mojo Raleigh podcast? Yes, except Adrian Cotton is, you know, a tolerable fellow. And I'm going to say that Mojo, Mojo here. I, I just did. What's he going to do about it? He's going to just, he, he's going to continue to be the personification of the uh, Power Thirst Energy commercial that was on YouTube 20 years ago. <laughs> and continue to listen to LMFAO unironically. That's also, what Mojo Raleigh is going to do. Well, well, Dean Matadi can suck it. Is that his real name? Yeah. Matadi. Matadi Hassan over here. Get this, get that shit out of here. Uh, also, <laughs> I'm almost done with plugs, I promise. Uh, the Bored to Death binge cast, where the, the Bored to Death clan take TV shows and review them in easy to digest chunks. That's their tagline. It's actually a really cool show, but it's very anime focused, which I'm not as into, but their Mandalorian episodes were amazing. I mean, if you're into, if you're into it, I mean, you know, I'm sure Attack on Titan is a great show. I just never watched it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the Race Nerd Podcast with my buddy Matt Hardman talks about everything in the racing world, and I am going to try to guest on one of his upcoming episodes because coming up next month is the 20-year anniversary of the passing of Dale Earnhardt. Oh, my God, really? Holy shit. Yeah, 20 years, dude. Oh, man. So there was um, two things in 2001 that was like, do you remember when the world stopped turning? <laughs> I, I remember that one really well because that was my mom's birthday. Daytona 500, yeah. Won by Michael Waltrip. Yes. Oh, and Junior and everything. Oh, it was such a perfect story, and it just, uh, I it pains me to actually, like, go back and relive that. And then, of course, the Stupid Sexy Podcast. Woo! Dan Peck and I review every Simpsons ever. Uh, what'd you just do, Dodd? Uh, Bart Stahl gets an F? We just did that one, and then earlier, as we're recording this episode... Uh, we're recording this on a Friday evening, so just to blow the spot there. But, <laughs> but the last episode you guys can now listen to covers Old Money with Aubrey Ooh. Meadows as the voice of Beatrice Simmons. Who, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's, uh, where, uh, it, it's, it's got one of the, one of my favorite jokes from season two where Abe is just bored with everything. Like he's 
there's like mud wrestling and he's bored. He's on a roller coaster and he's bored. And as the coaster's going up, Bee's ghost appears next to him and he starts screaming on the, yeah. the up part. <laughs> and everybody's just staring at him. Oh my God. I love it, having uh, Disney Plus just to watch Simpsons at my leisure. I know, it's great. And th- that's the end of the plugs, but because I've gotten requests from this in other capacities, I want to throw this out here again. For people who want to guest on Stupid Sexy Podcast, pick an episode, and when we get to it, we'll have you on. That's all you got to do. You just have to contact me and say, uh, hey, I want to be on Treehouse of Horror 5. And I'll be like, cool, that's probably in like 12 years at the rate we go, but I will, <laughs> I will keep you in mind. All right, then I gotta, yeah, then I gotta pick my, my in the episode. My my season six stuff I'll see in like fifteen years. <laughs> we are working on getting a a three episode a week schedule started pretty soon. We're gonna oh. start experimenting with two, and then we're gonna try to do three, like a like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday night release, because we can record the episodes in pretty quick succession. So they're only like half hour episodes. It's like okay. Six, well, thank you for covering the plugs, and very quickly, since we're doing this here, we'll get the out-of-network plugs out of the way as well. Um, hello to our friends on the soon-to-be-named network, um, being Longbox Heroes, At Odds with Wrestling, At Odds, I'm sorry, Longbox Heroes After Dark, uh, the aforementioned Wednesday Night War podcast, and the one I started to listen to today, um, Final Wrestling Place, with Tim and Marcus, what they do on this show is they take a wrestler and they give him green checks and red checks. And then at the end of the show, they decide if they're going to the good place or the bad place as their final wrestling place. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's cool. Um, the episode I listened to today from last week was Buff Bagwell. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, this is the one that when Sposo was on, he was telling us that they did um, the wrestling weddings. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And uh, they sent the wrestling weddings to the good place or the bad place. <laughs> uh, and then you can vote on their Twitter whether that person or event should be in the good place or the bad place. And then if they are a good place Hall of Famer or a bad place Hall of Famer. <laughs> Oh, uh, this kind. Of, this this is what made me think of this because I was like, oh god, I want to hear them do that on like the Great Kali. Uh, so just so everybody knows, the Great Kali is on Cameo. I highly recommend watching. Yeah, I've, I've seen those videos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not as funny as Smokey Robinson wishing them a happy Chinooka and then not knowing what Chinooka is. Oh but, yeah, we, we, he didn't know it was Hanukkah, right? That was that was amazing. <gasps> Also out of network would be the Hooligans of Hops with Irish Kev and Rick. Hey, Kev! Um, Love that guy. Also out of network is the Not Another Sports podcast, which I was just on two weeks ago with Jason and David. That show's a lot of fun. I felt bad because it kind of hijacked their episode a little bit, but they thought it was amusing enough. So so they let it slide. Um, we talked about uh, the Bruins, and in hindsight... I really should have elaborated more on how bad the Bruins were going to be this year because they are not that good, even though they did beat the Flyers last night. It was barely. It was barely. Um, And we talked about upcoming baseball stuff, and we talked about wrestlers who had previously been great athletes and became wrestlers. So all good stuff on their show. Um, They drop on Sunday nights, alternating weeks. So if you're listening to this on a Monday morning at 9 o'clock, 
their new episode dropped last night, wherever you get your podcasts. So with all, oh, and lest we forget this, um, you could see myself and Chris Decker and probably Chris O'Mealy in some fashion on independentwrestling.tv if you look through the GSW archives. Yeah, I'm almost positive O'Mealy will probably be on there somewhere. Um, and if you go to independentwrestling.tv and use the code word DRAFT, D-R-A-F-T, if you're a new subscriber, you get five free days. Uh, uh, Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium, always a wonderful place to go. Jerry.tv himself. (laughs) (laughs) I hope somebody makes that. That's awesome. Dude, in 2021, I really wanted to set this goal that I want to have a match, just one. Like, I, I actually don't care what it is. Like, like, I'll wrestle Decker, and it. We, it could just be one of those things where, like, I'm going to kick your ass, and as soon as the bell rings, you just run over and just friggin' knock me down and put me in a submission hold, and I cry and tap out, like, just so it's an official match. Like, I, I don't care I how, mean, how do short and humiliating if you want it. <laughs> yeah, well, it has to be a, it has to be on a card with, you know, like, I see. Has to be has to be an, a match. No, I, I, we could, I could drive to your house right now and do that, but that's not, that wouldn't fit the I mean, goal. We could, we could, that's, we could write that's a two and, and a half hour hard. drive right now. <laughs> <laughs> but here's, here's the thing. Uh, with everything that's happened in the world, now I just want to work shows again. Well, yeah, I know that feeling. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some of that out right now. I'm gonna draft, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a GSW promoter. One more time. But, but, in 2005 with WWE. So, so GSW didn't exist yet, so this would be World Star Wrestling. The way this works, uh, if you're new to the show, first, thank you. Um, we will take turns drafting. Um, if you draft, a, you can draft tag teams, you can draft uh, wrestlers with their respective managers, you can draft an entire stable together. The only rule is you have to use them all together. Round seven is the wild card round where you can draft anyone from the world of wrestling in 2005. And then you can draft someone with a title if they held that title during that calendar year. The draft order will be as follows. Omelius first. On our last episode with DJ, Chris was the first between myself and him. So this week I will be going in the second position and Decker will be third. I am the main event this week. So, with that, let's kick it off. Omili, you are first. Do you ever have a guess as to who you think my first draft pick is going to be? I'm sure the big guess is going to be uh, he's going to take a world champion, but that's actually not my plan. Uh, I bet your first pick will be Melina. Very good. So she can wrestle Alicia Fox, who would debut next year. (laughs) (laughs) You are picking Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. first. God, no. <laughs> I don't even think he's on my horizon. I am going to kick off my card by bo- by drafting the rabid Wolverine, Chris Benoit. Okay. Okay. Benoit. And because Chris Benoit, I believe, held a title that year. And I have to, God, I have to look this up. Yes, he was U.S. champion. So I will go ahead and take Benoit with the U.S. title in hand. All right. Okay. Now, are you keeping track of all of our rosters? Because I'm just writing down who I've got, I, and I'm I am, deleting uh, your names off the list as you take them. That's what I do. Okay. And with my first draft pick, you can all delete Eddie Guerrero from your list because he is my first draft pick. I had a feeling that was going to be – I had a feeling if I went Benoit, someone was going to take Eddie, so that's fine. You know what? I was not even 
looking at those guys, even in the smallest here. All right, let me write down Eddie for Matt. That already ruins one idea, but that's okay, because I have backup ideas. My first pick is uh, taking with his title, I am taking JBL. That's a good pick. Yeah, man. Uh, he was, and, and you said he was, uh, well, he was world heavyweight champion at the time. No, uh, no, cause he, he lost yeah. to the Cena. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, WWE. WWE. Cause he yeah. lost it to Cena before he went back to SmackDown. Right. Because Batista and Triple H, they, they were the big Correct. Guys. That's your world heavyweight guys if you're going for them. Yeah. Okay. Correct Amundo. I have, what am I doing? I have a two monitor setup right now. Why am I switching back and forth between screens when I can just move this over here? This like is new everybody thing. always has like their own little mobile command center when they're doing this. <laughs> oh, that's one more quick plug. If you guys like to laugh and watch streams at all, uh, every Saturday night, me and my friends do an Among Us stream and it just gets and boils down to pure chaos. So. Please check that out. I've attempted to get on that, but it's it, there's 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 just not enough time in the world. You have to play with friends. That's the thing. You have to play with well, people yeah. you know, or it's or it's not fun. It sucks ass because then people are like, "I'm going to vote out the black guy." Like it's the stupid. Uh, just just don't play with people you don't know. So we're back to me. Yep. Yes. Okay. I'm going to draft the whole effing show. Rob Van Dam. Okay. Where the hell do I have Rob Van Dam on this list? I, to delete him. I, I psychotically I alphabetized the list, so. <laughs> I, uh, my, my list, I do everything on paper, O'Malley, and so I have, it's like, I put it in like nine font, and I have three full columns. You know, have, you know the size of your font when you wrote it down. I'm impressed by that. Yeah, because I always do like nine font on a on a computer. Okay. I I just have the list on my notes app and a piece of paper where I write down my draft picks. Like my second round pick, Edge with Lita. Edge oh, with Lita. Son of a bitch. Uh, you just ruined two of my matches. <laughs> but you know what? Here That's we go, fine. baby. It's already starting. That's fine. That's fine. Everything is fine. Uh, with my second pick, I'm picking Maven. Maven? Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I heard that right. <laughs> oh, you did? Chris oh, has been telling me about this for a month. <laughs> well, because remember, we we didn't, we uh, we said we were going to do it um, the one day and I got confused. So I made up my card like two shows ahead of time. So I'm like... <laughs> Matt, check this out. <laughs> All okay. Right. Uh, I will draft the All-American hero, Kurt Engel. Okay. You, you should already figure it out where I'm going with one of these matches. No. Like, like I said, I, I am so focused on what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, you're picking Kurt Angle? Okay. Yeah. With my third pick... And I'm just going to do some quick checking here. Okay, no, I don't need to. With the WWE tag team titles, I believe we established earlier, I'm taking Eminem with Molina. Uh, Eminem have, yes, WWE tag team. 
that was actually the group I was talking about. I was thinking of them first. That's why I was like, oh, but I could take them with Melina if I wanted. Yes. Good pick. I uh, this that, that actually does mess up a one pick for me. Um, okay, and then that's so the, Johnny Nitro and Joey um, Mercury. Joey Mercury. That's what I was looking for. There we go. Okay, so let me go through here. Okay, I am doing good. I'm gonna have to change that. Uh, my next pick is Muhammad Hassan. You know, I actually had a plan for him. Are you taking Davari with him or just him? Uh, you know what? I had not thought of taking Davari with him, so I'm not going to take Devo- uh, Sean Davari. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. I am going to draft Chris Jericho. Okay. Oh, man. Jericho, uh, that was, that was his, uh, that was his big year. That was where he's putting the, the the trash compactor. <laughs> All right. And um, one year later, uh, O'Milly would interview Chris Jericho. Uh, yes. The, the, in fact, my Chris Jericho interview was the same day as the first GSW show. Oh, that's right. That is correct. Because I, I had that. to go. I went to do the interview with him. And then I took all my college buddies and brought them to the show so they could work crew for us. Right, 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 right. Okay, Matt, you're up. Yep, thank you. And I will take Rey Mysterio. Good pick. I had a plan for him, too, so. Pick. Brings us to Decker. Okay, all right. This is where I go, and I'm like, you know what? Do I want to... um, do I want to go with uh, guys that I have set up for my thing, or what am I going to do? So what I am going to do is I am drafting the rest of JBL's cabinet. That is Orlando Jordan, Doug, and Danny Basham. Dude, good, good pick. Because that you can do that too. Because that's a yes, whole you can a whole deal. So you've yeah. got them all together. Nice. I do. There you go. I just have to find the Bashams on the list real quick. There they are. Douglas and Danny. Douglas. Douglas. Well, well, because um, well, the one was the Damager, right? It was Danny Basham. That and was Danny Basham, yeah. And then yeah. Doug Basham. Doug Basham was the real. That was the original. He, Basham. he was Doug Basham, right? I watched a little OVW. The Damager. What a great name! I always Damager. thought that was such a cool name. Okay, I am going to go ahead and draft my very first tag team. Uh, they will not come with the tag team belts because they did not hold the tag team belts together, but I am going to utilize them as a tag team, and I just want to check and see if one of those titles can come with them, and it can. I am going to draft Charlie Haas. And Shelton Benjamin Whoa. with the Intercontinental Championship. Huh. Good pick with the world's greatest tag team. Well done, O'Malley. Thank you. I mean, I guess I guess you do, there is room for that in this, uh, since there are so many guys. Um, going back to two weeks ago when I picked the Freebirds, and they weren't together at the time. You know, but I mean, both guys are available. Yes, they are. I can find where are you, Shelton? There you are. All right. Excellent question, Shelton. 
Okay. So with the world heavyweight title, I will take. You only have two choices. I know. I'm trying to decide which one I want. <laughs> uh, just to pull back the curtain here a little bit, I really didn't game plan this one at all. Matt? Uh, can you hear me? Oh, you didn't? No, I did yeah, not I game plan this one even a little, um, with the exception of a couple things. So I'm going to take Triple H at, with the World Heavyweight title. I was going to say, given the choices in 05, that probably was the better pick. Nah, Batista's time was good, man. I'm not saying he wasn't. Yes, you are. <laughs> hey. Oh, you know, on here, it's listed as Triple H as opposed to HHH. Mm. <laughs> so I'm looking, I'm like, where's HHH? Do you remember, like, in the video games where, like, one game it was HHH, and then the next game it was spelled out Triple H, and it was the most confusing freaking thing ever? This is this is exactly where this, this comes from. Um, okay, for my next pick, I am going to go with the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Ah, good pick. Good pick. So you just split him up from Triple H? I did, I did. Ah, they were, like, joined at the hip then. Yeah, 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 they were. Uh, no, this was the year that uh, Flair and Triple H had that bloody cage match. Yes, it was. Yeah, that was, man, that was, cool. oh, shit, well, let's see, hold on, how far are we? All right, one, two. That was three, five. Five. So, all right, we're on round six now, guys. Mm-hmm. For my sixth round pick. Oh, God, hold on. Do I want to? I have, like, two ideas here, and I, I'm like, if I take them now, then you guys can't use them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the advantage here. So comes down to, dude. I know. That's that's exactly what it what it comes down to here. So I am going to draft Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley. All right. Please. Okay. Very cool. All right, with with my sixth pick, surprised that he is lasting this long, I am taking John Cena. You, I, if Cena was champ, I was gonna make him like my first. Oh, that he was champ, but it, like, I was like, should I make that? My if first it was two thousand six, and take the thing. But then I was like, no, because no, neither of the world champions were gonna factor into my plan. So I was like, I'm just gonna let those guys have him because I've got a be- I've got a different idea. Okay, I, I'm sure I seem like I'm bouncing around. Um, my next pick, I'm picking Booker T with Charmel. Nice, not bad. I would have, I probably would have eyed up Booker T as we were heading down this list here. That's a good all right, talent. boys. It's wild card time. Yep. Okay, there's there's no doubt that like when we, when you first said wild card and I was thinking 2005 I'm like there's only one possible way for me to do this and I am going to bring to the WWE the phenomenal AJ Styles. Oh, good one. Good one. There you go. It was I had well I'll wait to hear what you guys pick cuz I had I had it down to two choices and I'm like I'm going to go with AJ. Let's hear who you guys choose. Okay, so for my wild card in 2005, moving up from his projected draft position of 12 large with 
The Whoa. ICW, ICWA, <laughs> oh Arcana television title. <laughs> I pick Sweet and Sour Very Sweetie. Well, oh. Wow. Oh, man, that's fantastic. Uh, I pick Kenna Kobashi. <laughs> He's so defeated by that. No. I pick Kenna Kobashi. I, 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 was, I, was, I was waiting for it. I, I had it down between AJ or Joe. I was, I was really considering Samoa Joe. Uh, I was, uh, if, if we could do this right now, it was Samoa Joe was, if somebody took Ken Kobashi, it was going to be Samoa Joe or CM Punk. The punk was my, was my third one. Um, it was always Sweeney with, with the ICW, ICWA, Texarkana TV title. I almost messaged Caroline and Jim to see if he would send me a sound recording. Oh my God, that would have been fucking amazing. I was kind of hoping one of you was going to say John Zandig. Nope. Not after this week. <laughs> Not after after any week. And with that, we move on to round eight. Okay, so we're back to to our regularly scheduled roster. That's right. Okay, then I pick Trish Stratus with the Women's Championship. Good move. Good move. I think think I've got a monopoly on titles now, so I think that was the only – yeah, I think think I'm good there – I'm good on titles as well, and with my eighth pick, I am taking the tag team of William Regal and Tajiri. Love it. Oh, I fucking love it. That's great. I was there that year for the debut of two tag teams the same night in WWE. One of them was Eminem, who took on Eddie and Ray and won the titles, and it was fantastic. Uh, The other one was the Heartthrobs. Who took on William Regal and Tajiri? Ah. A match that was slightly less than fantastic. Well, <laughs> continuing on with tag teams, because I'm feeling it, feeling it right now. I'm going to select the tag team of Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. Ah. Now are you I going? Have... Oh, did they have the? Ti- oh, I thought they had the titles. They, they did, did not have the titles that year. Oh, they did. Are you taking them with the titles? Um, sure. We'll, we will take them with the uh, with the titles. I was going to say, because I'm looking at the list, and... I, th- I thought they had them the year later. That's why. Uh, you didn't have a lot of other great choices there, so... <laughs> Yo, I, I would have encouraged Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch were a good goddamn team, man. No, not them. I meant your other choices for tag champs that year. Oh, okay, okay, okay gotcha. I didn't say anything against them. Calm, relax. I fucking did. <laughs> Chris, relax. Yo, I am... I am, I am, I am chill. Well, if I have Trish, Trish needs an opponent, so I draft Victoria. Damn it! (laughs) That does ruin something I was going to do. Son of a bitch. Alright. Did I take Victoria with Stevie Richards in drag? No, we're not going to do that. Well, then you ruined my entire fucking match then, dick. With my ninth pick, I am taking The Undertaker. Ooh, good one. I was thinking about using him, but I'm now I'm not sure it was going to work. So, mm-hmm. all right, I gotta turn the page here so I get the draft order correctly. Because I because I uh, put this up on the Twitter. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the A Show or at the A Show on CKCC. That's that plug right there. Bum, bada, bum. 20, all right, so pick 27 is me. And let's see. Now that I, now that 
my Stevie Victoria versus Booker T and Charmel match is fucking ruined. <laughs> God damn, I'll I'll address that when I can. My next pick is gonna be Hulk Hogan. Brother. Brother, brother. Brother, 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 okay. brother. Okay. I draft Shawn Michaels. Okay. I was about to do that. But that's <laughs> oh, right. he got it from underneath you. Like, right there. I'm actually yeah. surprised nobody grabbed him sooner, to be honest with you. Well, this opens up some possibilities for me now, potentially. I never smelled, spell the word Michael right. I just spelled it wrong again. It's the A and the E that I always spell wrong. I'm going to take Randy Orton with Bob Orton. Nice. Uh, you're not just going to leave Bob on the rust. <laughs> I just leave him fucking... <laughs> Well, I guess I'm gonna be doing nothing now. Go ahead, oh, that, that arm still done. hasn't healed. <laughs> I guess to me, Randy Orton is just a Southern Bobby G. Oh my <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, my pick. You don't sound nothing like me. Um, okay, I'm gonna do RKO here with B O J. Matt. Bob Warren Jr. Okay. All right, number 30 for me. We go... We're going to take Mexicals. All of them. All of them. All three of them. Psychosis, Super Crazy, and Juventud. That is correct. One thing I do remember about that angle was they had the Wandeers. (laughs) I thought that shit was pretty funny. Okay, I would like to draft. I would like to draft. Let's see. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, Molly Holly. Oh, man, this is when she was like, not nice Molly Holly, right? She was heel. Yeah, Yeah. she was mean Molly Holly. She was fresh off of her head shaving at WrestleMania because she was like, I'm so desperate. I was so desperate to get on the Mania card that I want. I'll let them shave my head. All right, so with my 11th pick, I am going to take. There's still so many people here. This is wild. (laughs) Getting wild. (laughs) Um, Huh. I'm going to take Mickey James. Okay, okay, there you go. I was, I was looking at possibly taking her for what I was doing with the women, but okay. Okay. Still, there's still some promising girls on this list. Uh, my next pick is going to be Mick Foley. Have a nice day. Mickey James, Mick Foley, Molly Holly. Look at that. All M names. <laughs> all not the M's. That not that that's interesting at all, by the way. <laughs> not at all. Okay. I draft Christian. Okay. Leaving Tomko out there. Yeah, like a dick. Ah, uh, do I want to... Ah, uh, fuck. All right, you know what? Fine. Fine. They were together for pretty much most of that year, and no one else is going to draft Tomko. I'll, I'll do it. Fuck you! I'll... Nobody's going to draft Tomko. <laughs> well, then don't bring it up. Shadow earlier, idiot. <laughs> then don't bring it up, but now he's mine, so... He is your... 
Oh. Next, next time, don't don't say anything. <laughs> well, I was I was hoping he'd stay out there long enough. I mean, not that it was a big uh, match I was going to have, but damn it, damn it! Now I'm going to drop Johnny Parisi. <laughs> I'm taking Spike Dudley. LSD? No, just regular Spike Dudley. He only did that LSD thing was like only ECW, right? Oh yeah. Oh, no. All right, here. Let's see here. Bum, 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 bum. That match is ruined. Ruined. I'm going to take uh, Candice Michelle. Okie doke. I just wrote down like three three of the matches that I've confirmed, and I'm like, okay, that works. Now I'm trying to figure out how to work in some other stuff here. So this is a, Well, I think this is where it starts getting a little a little harder because now it's like okay I've got these guys here and I'm taking them just to, to have them but I have to do something with them so let's see who do I want next who do I want next I have I think I have an idea here let's see yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. alright I'm going to draft Paul Heyman Okay. I have a plan for Paul Heyman. Okay. Hey, man. I am going to take the Road Warriors tag team of Heidenreich and Animal. Oh. They just did did some list, or maybe it's not new, but there was some list on, like, I don't know if it was 411 or one, one of those websites where they listed, like, the 10 worst tag teams of all time, and that made the list. Animal and Heidenreich. Uh, the Johnsons were number one, and the Ding Dongs were number two. <laughs> hey, who is Amy Weber? That was one of the Diva Search rejects. Oh, yo, I have a zero. Memory. You know what? You know what? She was in JBL's cabinet at one point. Are you serious? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> she want to retroactively draft her to do nothing? <laughs> no. Just like, <laughs> like she, don't... just like she did. Uh, okay. Um, oh, who is Paul Burchill's wench? Who is Katie Lee? Katie Lee Burchill. Is she on this? Winter. No, she wasn't there yet. Fuck. Oh, but Crystal's here. Crystal was like Bobby Lashley's IRL wife, right? She is Bobby Lashley's IRL wife. I'm taking Bobby Lashley and Crystal. The great Bobby Lashley? Yeah, Blaster Lashley. Do we love Bobby? So, was somebody calling him like Bobo? Like, hey, Bobo. Possibly. So, has no one drafted uh, Dave Batista? Nope. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna draft Rhino. <laughs> I'm going. To, no. I'm going to draft Mr. Kennedy. Man, you were a big Kennedy Mark back in the day, dude. You know, it's funny. I was only a Kennedy Mark for like two years, and then I decided I didn't give a shit about him anymore. But this was during the time I gave a shit about him. So I think this. I think that's how everybody was. Like everybody's like, "Oh, Ken Kennedy, you you rule," and then everybody's like, "Well, sorry, well, that's a thing." You have a picture of me at the Royal Rumble when we attended it, doing the Kennedy. Pose oh, doing like, the Kennedy yeah. pose, right, right, right. Yes, it was after you threw up. Yeah. That was bad news. <laughs> that was bad beer. I am taking Paul London with the Cruiserweight title. Ah, good pick. Damn. Damn it. 
damn it. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Not going to lie. I was just going to use Paul London for a segment, but I'll find another guy for a segment. Okay. So I've got that. I've actually got a lot of my card taken care of here, but it was like little things that I wanted to do. So, um, so I'm going to pick for this, the team of, oh boy, let me just uh, quickly run down um, and see if there's anything that I could do here. Oh, da, 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 da. this is why I needed Tomco. <laughs> said, said no one ever. Said no one ever. I know. Chris Decker on January twenty second, twenty twenty one, needed Tyson Tomko. I needed Tomko. <laughs> and then I see guys. I'm like, oh, Lance Storm. Who did Lance Storm team with? I have no fucking clue. Um, let's just go there here. Why don't you uh, make up a tag team? I, I'm this close. Very, very, very close. You're the master of that. I oh yeah, I had fucking Chono and Ole Anderson last week. <laughs> oh my All god, right. that's amazing. okay. At this time, I am going to take. I'm not 100 percent positive they were the tag team yet, but that team of they were the new Pitbulls. It was Jamie Noble and Kid Cash. I don't think they were yet, but I guess they can be now. It can be now. Um, is Jamie Noble on the list? Sure is on my list. He was there at the time. Oh, yeah, because he was good done for being uh, James Gibson. Should we? Uh, should we? You know what? We better let's, check this. Let's research this, and I'm gonna quickly take a piss. So give me a second. Oh my god! I got a piece. No commercial breaks here. All is commercial breaks. Uh, he left WWE in 2004 and returned in. Okay, he returned on December 17th, 2005. So he technically counts. All right. You know what I did? I researched this by going through TV results. That's how I got the card, or that's how I got the roster. And by the time I got to, like, the middle of October for SmackDown, I was like, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when I came up. Okay. (laughs) So he drafted them. We're going to let him have it while he's doing his pee break. So I can go ahead and just get one out here, right? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I think if I if I I'm starting to run kind of low on ideas, but also not. I think I'm going to draft Carlito. Okay. Yes. I, I almost did the Carlito and Chris Masters pairing, but they didn't come come together for a while yet. So yeah, they were. Yeah, that was a hell of a pairing. I mean, you could have made it happen. You could have forced it. Yeah. So with my next pick. Okay, so what's the verdict? You can have him. You're good. Yeah, he okay. he came back to the company on December seventeenth. Wow. So, so he counts. He counts. Good, good, good. My next draft pick is going to be Funaki. Is that going to be on your commentary team? <laughs> nope. He will be in the ring. Whoa. I'm at the point, actually, wait a minute, hold on, I just went, it's O'Mealy's turn. <laughs> I drafted Carlito. Oh, you drafted Carlito, I'm sorry. Yes, while well, you were peeing. 
I just want to make sure to have this for proper. You guys want to hear a fun, a really quick fun story? But one time on an episode of the now defunct Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk, we had on Jason Shin of J Bunny's Music Hub as a guest. And in the middle of the episode, he announced that he was going to, he, he wasn't going to leave his seat while he was doing the podcast with us. He told his girlfriend he was just going to open the window and pee out of it. He, there was no point in running to the bathroom. Uh, he thought he muted his mic and did not, and that made air. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, I'm so happy that now I'm basically in a perfect spot where the rest of my picks are just going to be the fun. So my next pick is going to be uh, the squad of the dicks and the boogeyman. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is a freaking combination there. All right. I mean, if if you insist. That is, that oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That That is a thing you just did. I did. Fucking I did. Well, I have, I almost have an eight-match card. I actually have seven matches right now. So if, I might just go for one more match and then just see what happens. But I'm going to go ahead and draft Dave Batista since no one else took him. Yeah. The animal, Dave Batista. I drove miles and miles and beat him, beat him. I think that's how the song goes. I, I think I think he nailed it. <laughs> I think I got it. I got it right off the bat. I am going to draft the short-lived tag team of V Squared, which is Val Venus and the world's largest love machine, Viscera. Wow. Yeah, buddy. Oh, <laughs> I have no recollection of this. I only, so sad. I don't I, remember that at all. I only remember this because I was telling Amelie while you were while you were um, on your bathroom break that I compiled this roster by going through TV results. Oh wow. Okay. Um. Okay. For my next pick, I am picking. Hot cha cha. I'm going to pick. La, 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 la. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go with a woman. Woman. I'm going to pick Christy Hemi. Christy Hemi. Yeah. All right. Really should pick Batista's opponent next, but since we're starting to get to crunch time, I am going to go ahead and draft my commentary team of Josh Matthews. And Taz. Tight. Good uh, good pick. I was going to pick Michael Cole and Taz, but now I'm obviously not going to do that. Josh <laughs> Matthews and Taz. This is pre-impact Josh Matthews, so he was still tolerable. I'm going to pick my commentary team of Vince McMahon and Jonathan Coachman. That's friggin' awesome. Coach Jeez. is going to be pissing himself by the time that's done. You have fun with that. <laughs> I'm going to pick my commentary team of Jim Ross and Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> That's a good team. I was like, man, what could be fun? And I thought get that. Fuck, get fucked, Jerry Lawler. <laughs> get fucked, Jerry Lawler. <laughs> All right, so I need somebody for Batista to beat the shit out of. <laughs> hey, Mar hey, Marty Janetti. No, I can't do that. <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. I need somebody who can actually work. And there's there's a couple of good workers on here. Oh, okay. 
Matthew Hardy. Okay, Matt Hardy. All right. Uh, I, I just thought of I could have drafted Jeff back from TNA and reunited the Hardy Boys. I just yeah, you picked of that. AJ Styles, which is also a good pick. AJ, when, when we announced that, that we were going to do this, and you, I heard about the wild card pick. AJ became like it was. It was AJ Joe and Punk were the only ones I actually thought of. <laughs> Mine was Kobashi Joe and Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, but but Matt Matt had one direction. <laughs> hey man, I, that was a direction. good direction. Um, hold on, let me just count my card: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So with my final draft pick, I am taking Akio. Okay. Oh. Okay. Jimmy Yang, great talent, saddled with shitty gimmicks. My next pick. He was a Jung Dragon. He was one of Tajiri's bodyguards. Yo, young dragons. I just did. Fight Fuck me. Fuck you. Young Dragons are great. <laughs> they were great, but the gimmick was shitty. Three count was great, too. I should have drafted Joy Giovanni instead of Chris Nakami. No, I shouldn't have. No, you shouldn't have. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you, you need talent, dude. Let's see here. No one drafted the big show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just saw his name still on the list. Uh, let's see here. I had a plan with Kendrick and London. That I have I have eight matches, but I have room for a ninth. So I think I might do one more match, and I think I know who it might be between. I'm gonna pick for my next pick. Uh, I'm going to pick – oh, this is going to be not hilarious. Uh, the It's going to be Mark Jindrak and Brian Kendrick. Together? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's always one of these on Decker's show. It's, it's, it's going to be great. Oh, that, you always start with eight-man tags, so you, I don't know what you're going for right now, but okay. I mean, I, I say go for it. I, I, I like my eight-man tags. There's no eight-man tag in this one. Okay. Although, man, man I could have. Uh, I'm going to draft Chavo Guerrero. Ooh, Chavo. Oh, I still have nightmares about that night. <laughs> and I'm going to draft him as Chavo Guerrero and not Kerwin White. Not Kerwin White? Oh, my God, that was terrible. Which means Nick Nemeth can sit on the sidelines. Sorry, Dolph. Good. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he dated Amy Schumer. Well, that's a good man. <laughs> I am done. Oh, my Matt's card, done, right? My card is okay. complete. You have uh, any more you want to go for? Because I have like one or two more ideas. Yeah, I have a few more ideas. I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm drafting Eugene. Okay. I'm gonna draft the Hurricane. I. Think I I'm drafting. I, I'm drafting Tony Chimmel. Oh. Oh, ring announcers. Good one. Well, then yeah. I would I would like the Fink. Okay, there you go. I want Fink for my ring announcer. Do you have any more that you want to do? No, I'm done. I am finished up. Okay, I then I have final, five final okay. draft pick, Stacy Keebler as my backstage ring announcer, uh, my backstage announcer. Oh, the backstage interviewer. Good call. Yeah, I want to. I'm going to have her. 
in there. Okay, Stacy. And we are done. Uh, so let me uh, let's play the game of uh, you're not booked. So the men that well, it's the big show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So starting in you're not booked is Al Snow, Amy Weber, Antonio from the Heartthrobs, Ashley Macero, uh, the big show, (laughs) Billy Kidman. I thought about Kidman, but yeah, Chris Masters, Davari, Dawn Marie. Dusty Rhodes, Eric Bischoff, Fr- uh, Frankie Kazarian, Gene Okerlund, uh, Hurricane Hardcore Holly, Hiroko. Oh, shit. I should have drafted one more person as an authority figure because I had a plan for that. Hiroko. late now. Um, Ivory, Jackie Gata. Let's see, uh, that, uh, Jerry Lawler, Jillian Hall, Jim Cornette, Jim Duggan, Jimmy Snuka, Joey Styles, Johnny Percy, <laughs> George Giovanni, <laughs> Justin Roberts, Kenzo Suzuki, Lance Storm, Lillian Garcia, Linda McMahon, uh, Roman's father, Luther Reigns. <laughs> May oh, Young. Maria. Oh, Maria was, damn it. That would have been good. Mark Henry. Marty Janetti. Matt Morgan. Matt Stryker. Uh, Michelle McCool. Nunzio. Paul Bearer. Paul Birchall. Rene Dupree. Rhino. Rob Conway. Uh, uh, Romeo from the Heartthrobs, Rosie, Scotty Tuhati, Sergeant Slaughter, Shannon Moore, <laughs> Shane McMahon, Simon Dean, Snitsky, Stevie Richards, not taken with Victoria, by the way, Sylvan Grimes, oh, you said Tatanka, wasn't it? The Blue Meanie, The Brooklyn Brawler, The Fabulous Moolah, Theodore Long, Todd Grisham, uh, Vicky Guerrero and Vito. <laughs> they are all not getting booked. I actually, favorite I segment sh- of the whole week. <laughs> I should have taken in Teddy Long because that could actually factor into an idea I had, but I have a way around that since I didn't actually draft him. We, this is the, the most draft picks I think we've ever had. This is 59. Actually, probably there was more with, uh, uh, with Pete and George. Well, yeah, because there were four of us. There's four of us, right. And what we're going to do is we are now going to take those draft picks and ideas and put them together and make cards. So we'll be back after these words. It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the -the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention available every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. For exclusive bonus content, plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com slash an honorable pod.
Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with Everyday People. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Bangin' Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. And we are back here on CKCC Radio um, with the second half of episode four of the A-Show. Uh, Matt and Chris and Chris hanging out with you here on a Monday morning, 9 a.m., actually recorded Friday evening. So <laughs> yep. it's dark out. Hanging out with you in the past. <laughs> we have all... <laughs> We have all had time to build our cards, and per tradition, the guest always goes first. We do go in draft order. So, Amelie, you begin with your take on 2005 WWE. Okay, so my show is actually a television special. Oh, like a, like a, what would... Like a Clash of Champions. Would, oh, okay, okay. Like I was going to say what one would consider like a Saturday night's main event. Sure. Um, it's a television special... That was orchestrated by Mr. Paul Heyman. The show opens with Josh Matthews and Taz on commentary with your ring announcer as Howard Finkel. And Josh and Taz are a little confused because they say they're going to see a night of wrestling. But Paul Heyman's been very sketchy on the details. So out comes Paul Heyman and he cuts a classic Paul Heyman promo where he announces to the East Rutherford, New Jersey audience that, you know, is a little. so So this is the Continental Airlines Arena. Hell yeah, it is. He announces, he does a classic Paul Heyman heel promo. He runs down New Jersey, and he starts running down just Americans in general and how Jersey is the worst of America, and he's getting all the booze and everything, and he says, tonight, you guys are going to see the greatest athlete ever who has nothing to do with the United States and brings out U.S. champion Chris Benoit, who turns heel on the spot. Out comes comes Benoit, and he cuts a scathing promo with Paul Heyman by his side. Just your standard stuff there. And now Kurt Angle interrupts, and he is livid that they would come out here, bash the USA. You know, that's Kurt Angle. He's the American hero. He's got pride. And he says, tonight, I'm going to challenge you, Chris Benoit, and I'm going to take that U.S. title from you. And Benoit accepts. Of course, Paul Heyman goes, that's fine, Kurt, but if you want this title, you're going to have to pry it out of Chris Benoit's hands after you beat him in a 60-minute Iron Man match. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> to All which right. Kurt accepts. So Josh and Taz, you know, they flip out. Uh, for first match out the gate, we get old Matt Hardy. Uh, what was he doing? Was he still doing the V1 thing then? I'm trying to remember. No, 2005, this is, this is Edge fucked my girlfriend. Oh uh, yeah, so this is downtrot <laughs> Matt Hardy. So Matt's kind of a, 
he's supposed to be a baby face, but he's kind of a, kind of a prick. <laughs> and <laughs> he got fired because his girlfriend got fucked by another yeah. guy. So he comes out and he takes on Dave Batista in our opening match here. What? <laughs> this okay. is a this is a showcase of talent to put over the bigger batter Batista. They wrestle for about seven minutes and fifteen seconds with Batista defeating Matt Hardy decisively with the Batista bomb. Nice little showcase. He gets his little pyro and everything. So Stacy Keebler is going to attempt to interview Paul Heyman in the back. And before Paul can really say anything, Rob Van Dam shows up and he is just livid that Paul would have the audacity to say all these terrible things about the United States so close, you know, right here. This is still ECW country out here. And Paul just says, Rob, I understand your concerns. And if you got a problem with it, you can take get out in the ring against the Canadian talent of Chris Jericho. Oh. So that's go. going to be later on tonight. Match two. We'll keep it simple for match number two. This is going to be a proud Paul Heyman showcase of young talent. Mr. Kennedy and Carlito go out there. They wrestle for eight minutes on the dot. And Mr. Kennedy goes over. The fans, they're into it because, you know, it's it's new guys here. But we're going to go ahead and put over Mr. Kennedy over Carlito. I don't I was think Carlito say, was yeah. really doing the, the babyface shtick yet, but Batista no. was Batista was kind of healy in the first one. Kennedy's kind of healy here. So I need the heels to go over here to make the thing happen. Uh, next up, heel Trish Stratus cuts a promo about how she is going to continue this Canadian pride and defend her women's title against Victoria and Molly Holly in a triple threat match. Whoa. Wow, I didn't realize that you were, yeah, you would, you were ganging up on all the Canadians. And I had no idea. <laughs> the Canadians with talent. As opposed to, <laughs> who's a, who's a Canadian that has no talent? Oh, there has to be one. <laughs> I don't know. Go back. <laughs> watch. Watch some old. Fuck, uh, who's a Canadian with no talent? Watch I, some I old can't stamp be. There's got to be a couple in there. Well, yeah. <clears throat> uh, oh, test. I'm j- just kidding. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't. Andrew Martin. Andrew Martin, one, two, one, two. Uh, so Victoria's the baby face here. Molly's still kind of mean Molly heel, but Trish is also heel, so it's a pretty big gang up on Victoria. But Victoria outsmarts both of them, and around the 10 minute, 10 second mark, Victoria rolls up Trish, takes the women's title, and runs off as Trish flips the fuck out. Whoa! Title change. Victoria's your new champ. We're not done yet, though. So, now it's time for Rob Van Dam versus Chris Jericho, and they have a little confrontation in the back. And Jericho's actually babyface during this time, so he tries to play up the whole, the whole, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna side with them. He's gonna try to play up that angle, you know, I'm still nice Chris Jericho and everything. And Rob Van Dam's kinda, kinda going with it, and then right before he walks through the curtain, 
Jericho just bitch slaps Van Dam in the face. <laughs> so as Jericho's walking out to the ring, Van Dam jumps him. They start the gun. They brawl around the outside of the ring. They get some weapons involved. The referees are trying to split them up and everything. They finally get in the ring. They have an actual match. The match itself only goes about six and a half minutes because they already got their brawling shit out of the way. But RVD decisively wins with the five-star frog splash, and he gets on the microphone and cuts a scathing promo on Mr. Paul Heyman. And as he's doing this, he is attacked from behind by Christian and honorary Canadian for the night, Tyson Tomko. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think Tomko is actually Canadian. Is he? Yeah, I I think so, because Tyson Tomko's uh, family uh, had a a territory. His real name was Travis, by the way. Uh, and he was, no, I'm 100% wrong. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> Jacksonville. Tyson Tomko of Luxembourg. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, Christian gets on the microphone and he cuts a, he cuts a classic Christian promo and he issues an open challenge. And he says he can defeat anybody back there, any American. You know, he does the whole spiel. And the guy who answers the challenge is Shawn Michaels. Whoa. Oh. Shawn Michaels comes to the ring, and he starts putting Christian in his place. And the match is about 70-30 in Shawn's favor. But with a little bit of referee distraction, Tomko kind of goozles HBK behind the referee's back. And at 13 minutes and 15 seconds, Christian hits Sean with the unprettier, pins him, and walks away with that big smile on his face. Because <laughs> he got one over on this. So now, Stacy's trying one more time to talk to Paul Heyman. And of course, you know, he just, nobody, he can't figure out what's going on with Paul Heyman's mind. He just doesn't want to talk to anybody. So she tries to talk to the Dudley boys. And they don't know what's going on in Paul's head right now. They can't imagine how he could possibly turn on, turn on someone like this, turn on his own country and in this territory. But they say they're going to go out there and they say if anybody interferes with their match, you, well, you know where this is going and put Mm -hmm. them through a table. So they go out to have their scheduled match against Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin, IC champion Shelton Benjamin. And right before they have the match, out comes Paul. And he says, you know what? I'm not going to interfere with this match. But that title is not going to be sitting around as this secondary championship when I've got the real title here. So, hey, if any of you can pin Shelton Benjamin, you'll win the Intercontinental title. So now he's got the Dudleys kind of in a tizzy. Because... If one of them actually pins Shelton Benjamin, they'll be the champ. So who gets the glory? Is he go- Are Bubba and Devon going to be okay together? Bubba, Devon, Haas, and Benjamin, they have their match. Right around the 12-minute mark comes the, the, t- the spot where they're going to get the pin. They kind of look at each other. And then as Haas tries to come up from behind, they unite. They say, no, we're not having any of this. We're not going to turn on these guys. And, of course, in classic Paul Heyman fashion, 
he's just he just starts coming down to ringside. He's got the smirk on his face. He distracts the Dudley boys, and they fall victim to Hassan Benjamin. Rat bastard Paul Heyman. Son of a bitch. So the this Dudleys, is... who once buried Paul Bearer in cement, <laughs> have American pride. Now have American pride and are easily distracted by Paul Heyman. Exactly. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> All right. So now we get a quick cruiserweight match between Chavo Guerrero and the Hurricane. They only go about six minutes, but it's fast paced. Hurricane gets a win. What's up with that? Because we got to have our buffer point, right, before our main event. Popcorn match. Got to have a popcorn match. So now, here comes Kurt Angle, and here comes Chris Benoit for this main event Iron Man match. And there's Paul Heyman and everything, and he's ready, and Benoit's ready to go. And then Paul Heyman gets on the microphone and goes, oh, stupid me, I forgot. I don't give a shit about Canada. And the place pops. Benoit's got this look on his face. He goes, you know what? That U.S. title needs to come home to the good old U.S. of A. And I'm going to make sure it happens. Tonight's Iron Man match is now a triple threat. And he introduces AJ Styles. Oh, my God. AJ Styles. (laughs) And AJ, Kurt, and Benoit wrestle a triple threat Iron Man match for the main event. hour. For an hour. Oh my god. And uh, I guess I guess I gotta I gotta figure out how this goes. Benoit, <laughs> this is why we have a commercial break O'Mealy, so that you I can know. figure this out. Right, right. <laughs> well I'm trying I get it, I get it. But yes, yeah, so good old Chris Benoit gets the first pin. Kurt immediately gets the second one. They're up one and one. Benoit gets Kurt to tap out. Two, 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 one, and zero, I guess that would be. Kurt successfully Olympic slams AJ Styles. So Styles is actually down with the whole 2-2 deal. But Styles is able to get a quick roll up on Benoit. And he gets one on Kurt. So it's even, even, even until... At at the five-minute mark. Well, where else would it be? (laughs) And with two minutes to go, AJ hits the Styles clash on Kurt Angle... Benoit rolls him out, goes for the pin, but Paul Heyman pulls Benoit out of the ring. And as Benoit is stalking Paul around the ring, out comes Rob Van Dam and the Dudley boys to back up Paul Heyman. They usher Benoit back into the ring just in time for AJ Styles to hit him with the Styles Clash. With only a couple seconds left on the clock, AJ Styles walks out your new... U.S. champion in his debut match and celebrates with the ECW crew. And, of course, Kurt Angle gets in the ring and does the handshake. Welcome to WWE, AJ Styles. Wow. Whoa, baby. I mean, it's it's not like a a break. It's not going to be like a breakthrough show or anything, but. Hey, man, that was a a special episode. But you know what? But I went for. My whole card idea was work rate. I wanted guys who could work. I wanted exciting matches, which is why I made it a TV special. And then I just added the gimmick, and I said, who would be the biggest sleazebag to pull off a gimmick like this but could still turn in the end and be the hero? Paul Heyman. I was going to say, but then why would you want a – 
a figurehead because Paul was perfect. Oh, for the other one? Yeah. Because cause at the last minute, I thought it would have been instead of having Paul turn. Yeah. I, I considered having another guy come out to debut AJ to defend the U.S. Like oh, okay. Long oh, that's not that's not too bad. Out. Yeah, you could have Teddy Long, right? Bring him out. Yeah, right. That makes sense. But then I was like, nah, I'm going to let Paul turn babyface because this is just going to be a ruse to get the U.S. title off of Chris Benoit. That is a very, um, a very well thought out ruse. <laughs> well, who else, well, who else could pull it off with Paul Heyman? A lot of moving parts there. I was going to say, not, not who else would do it, but who else would have the balls to do it? <laughs> exactly. And that's why I tried to get as many Canadians on the show as I could and put them in those prominent positions. But then I was like, well, I also need some other matches here. So I went with another Paul Heyman genius, genius move. Kennedy versus Carlito, a showcase of young guys, uh, an exciting cruiserweight match between Hurricane and Chavo and a Batista Matt Hardy showcase, because those are two guys that Paul would have believed in. This was a Paul Heyman brainchild in 2005. Might have. Might might have for Matt Hardy. Oh, good lord. And then I had to have Stop. the Dudleys on there to do a to do a, a thing like that, so So well Chris's card, O'Mealy's card is like the the Paul Heyman train of thought, you'll find that my card is a bit more stereotypical WWE for the time period. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Where it's a little bit of everything. And we are coming to you with a Raw Smackdown Super Show from Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> you picked Arkansas. Good. Yes. This was an off-the-air discussion. Matt, where's your show going to be? And he's like, Wisconsin. <laughs> and he's well, like, where could it be at? So I picked Little Rock, and we'll get to why in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so, so we kick off the show. Um, more of a WCW move here. But kick it off um, with a fast-paced cruiserweight title matchup as Paul London defends against Akio. Okay. This goes 10 minutes, and it is your standard cruiserweight match to get the crowd up. And Paul London goes over with the shooting star press after, at, about, at, after about 10 minutes. I was going to say, as you should in 2005. Good yes. match. The next match? Not so good. Um, <laughs> um, so making their way to the ring first would be the tag team of Velvetus and the world's largest love machine, Viscera. <laughs> so great. <laughs> and it has to specifically be world's largest love machine because it was the worst <laughs> of his gimmicks. <laughs> I think I once I said that. I think I was like, I think this is the worst gimmick. But And somebody's like, like, uh, in... God, something. But I, I definitely think I voted for that. Yeah, Stairs and Saba Simba. Um, I don't know. 40-pound leather jacket viscera was pretty bad. <laughs> At least that was understandable like with, like, 90s uh, goth dudes. Yeah, but then he dry-humped you. So, like, I think I'm going to have to go with the love machine. Well, either way, they are taking on Animal and Heidenreich LOD 2005. <sighs> Oh man, that's not good. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go get some popcorn. <sighs> yeah, right. So but that's what this match is there for. Right. It's your standard second match on the card. Sure. Um Animal and Val start out and um LOD gets their shine there, and then they both tag out, and then you got Heidenreich as the bigger member of the team. 
facing off with the bigger viscera. And they get some heat on Heidenreich. Animal gets the hot tag. Doomsday device on Venus. Eight minutes. LOD over. <laughs> Doomsday device on Viscera. <laughs> the guy, the guy who raped Michael Cole versus the guy who raped people in his matches. <laughs> I mean, I'm not here to condone their actions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting them into this sleeper second match, and then to bring the crowd back up. Andrea True Connection hits, and here comes your ICW, ICWA, Texarkana television champion, Sweet and Sour Very Sweetie. All right, here we go. Now we're, now we're getting cooking. So you cannot have a show in Little Rock, Arkansas, without your Texarkana television, yeah, television champion. champion. Yep. <laughs> so tonight, Larry Sweetie is, is issuing an open challenge to anyone in the back. Who can beat the champ? And the first person to come out is Funaki. <laughs> yes! Funaki is very soundly defeated by Sweeney. Sweeney he should be. Sweeney gets back on the mic. He's like, I'm just getting warmed up. Who else wants a shot? Here comes Spike Dudley. Oh, there we go. So Spike gets a little bit more offense. Um, however, uh, he falls to the 68 comeback special, which was Sweeney's finisher at that point. And this one goes about three minutes. The Funaki one goes about two. Sweeney I imagine get, Sweeney would have just beaten Funaki with a roll-up. Um, he hits the pile driver on Funaki. <laughs> Fucking bears. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, you don't switch that. Funaki takes the, the 68 comeback special, which is like the DDT thing. <laughs> right. And then Spike takes the pile driver for the pin. Okay, there we go. And Sweeney's like, all right, now we're cooking. Who else wants a shot? And here comes Rey Mysterio. Nice. There we go. Nice. So, Sweeney cheap shots Mysterio as he's getting in the ring and starts to get some heat on him. Mysterio gets good. it. As Mysterio, Mysterio gets his comeback, as he's about to hit the 619, Sweeney rolls out of the ring, grabs the belt, and heads for the hills. Oh, <laughs> yes. Rey Mysterio wins by countout, but Larry Sweeney, the pride of the Texarkana region in Little Rock, Arkansas, <laughs> retains the ICW, ICWA Texarkana television title. I definitely would have thought of that. Would have been like, I would have drafted Big Show and just have Sweeney fucking just squash him, him and fucking <laughs> Undertaker and fucking Batista, and then lose the fucking Johnny Parisi. We move on to match number four for the WWE Tag Team Titles: William Regal and Tajiri challenge Eminem with Molina. And this goes about 12 minutes and is as awesome as you expect it to be. Eminem is still a little green, but Regal and Tajiri are not. Yeah. Uh, they get a good amount of shine. Um, Eminem takes the heat when Molina trips up Regal in the, like, in the ropes. Um, heat on Regal and gets the hot tag to Tajiri, comes in with his, with his, um, kick offense. Um, 
but Johnny Nitro gets the pin onto Jerry with his feet on the ropes in about 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Underhanded. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of underhanded, match number five uh, sees Edge and Lita come to the ring. And Edge is taking on Eddie Guerrero. Nice. Good match. On his way to the ring, Eddie cuts a promo about how Edge and Lita may now be known for lying, cheating, and stealing. Oh. (laughs) But Eddie originated it, and tonight he's going to take Edge out. This does not go as planned, as about four minutes in, Lita interferes and causes a disqualification. Oh, what the fuck? Um, So Edge is beaten on... On, on Guerrero, and Lita is helping where she can, and this brings out Mickey James. Okay. And this leads immediately to a mixed tag match. Oh, nice. Edge and Lita against Eddie Guerrero and Mickey James, where Eddie goes over with the five-star, or not the five-star frog splash, because that's RVD, uh, right. with, with the frog splash on Edge. The art the, bar frog splash. Yes, the opener goes four minutes, and then the the second part goes 12. And then your main event for the World Heavyweight title. Triple H defends in a fatal Mm four-way against John Cena, The Undertaker, and Randy Orton with Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. Whoa, that's a a Mania main event. Yeah, but this is just on the Raw SmackDown Super Show. Well, ratings are lower these days, and we need something to pick the pick the ratings back up. <laughs> pop the house. If this doesn't pop the ratings, then I don't even know. And this is just everyone hitting their stuff. Um, right. It's one fall to a finish. Yes. Uh, Taker and Orton have their issues in 2005, so that spills over to this match. And eventually, Cena... Goes, excuse me, goes up on Taker after um, Orton hits the RKO on Taker. Triple H shit cans Orton. Taker gets the pin, or gets the pin on Taker. Cena is a non-factor in the finish to to not be hurt by the finish, and really Triple H wins clean, but doesn't. Uh, the fans go home Sounds happy. About right. The fans go home happy when Cena hits the FU on Triple H. And okay. there's the whole you can't see me gimmick. That goes about 20 minutes, and that ends my card. All right. If that don't pick the ratings up, then nothing else will. Yeah, LOD and Venus and Viscera, of course. That's oh, that's fucking going to be doing something. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. I can't wait for Maven to be world champion. Well, he's not going to be world <laughs> champion. Damn it. But, show opens from the legendary TD Garden, Boston Gardens. Your, you annou- your announcers um, for, the, for the night, good old JR and Rowdy Rowdy Piper, Tony Chinnell, says, everybody, welcome to the fourth annual Great Balls of Maven. <laughs> what the fuck? I love it already. <laughs> Maven Chris comes has out. Been waiting for a month. <laughs> I've had the great balls of Maven four. Goodness gracious! So Maven comes out, and and everybody loves him. Says, "Welcome to the fourth annual 
Great Balls of Maven. I'd like to thank the uh the special um uh what do they call somebody who who uh is uh the head of a parade, like the special uh um, Grand Marshal. The Grand Marshal that brought us here up in the box tonight, the legendary Larry Bird. After uh Larry Bird and Maven uh at last year's Great Balls of Maven in Madison Square Garden, uh Maven lost to Larry Bird uh in the in their comp and their contest of horse. So the uh <laughs> so Maven goes over what the rules are and it's a it's a and it's a night for everybody. And anybody that has any kind of request that uh they come to me and then we're, we're making it happen tonight because you know when it's the great balls of Maven, anything can happen. So so Piper stands up and he gives a he gives a a, a standing ovation uh, at Great Balls of Maven one. Um, you know Roddy Piper asked Maven if he could he could you know until until the end of the, these events if he could color commentate with the legendary Jim Ross, and uh, so Roddy Piper is very happy about that. And uh, we're, we're shown a graphic of uh, how uh, this came to be, and it was when. Maven and Vince McMahon had their uh, epic, legendary match at WrestleMania 18 and a half. And um, <clears throat> which which allowed Maven, <laughs> which allowed Maven to hold an event one year, well, once a year. Thus, we have the Great Balls of Maven for first match. <laughs> First match we have coming out, we hear the music, and it is the hardcore legend Mick Foley. He comes out, and everybody pops for Mick Foley, everybody loves him. And so uh, Maven's leaving the ring, you know, holds the holds the ropes open for Mick Foley. Mick Foley grabs, by the, grabs him on the shoulders, brings away, he's like, I want to thank you, Maven, for this. I'm going to let you get back to your office. You know, but I, I want to come out here first, and I want to. I'm asking you right now. Uh, I want this match, and he goes, Hulk Hogan, you son of a bitch. I want your ass. And Maven says, "Done." And Hulk Hogan comes out, and he's and he's he's pissed for some reason. It's because he's taking orders from Maven. <laughs> it could be. Sounds good. So, Sounds about right. So, match one of the night, Mick Foley taking on Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> the match goes 15 minutes. What? <laughs> Hogan does his job clean to the mandible claw. Wow. <laughs> well, shit, I didn't know we could make the cards really unrealistic. <laughs> hey, it's great Paul's made, man. Anything could happen. <laughs> It's like leap day. Real life is for March. All right, so we get back to our first, uh, our first segment, and uh, we are knock on the door and uh, come in, and it's uh, Eugene, and Eugene asks, he goes up to Maven. He's like, Maven. And he's talking to him. You know, he's like, he's like, Eugene, you're you're not talking. I, I, you regularly talk and. Eugene goes, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I fell down a flight of stairs and I, I just, I'm, I feel better this way now. He's like, great. So Eugene's like, hey, I want a match tonight. 
And Maven says, no. The card's full. Fuck out of here. Eugene is gone. And we go back to the ring. <laughs> There's so, no way you're not winning this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> next match is a match uh, for the sexiest black couple in the WWE. And it's Booker T and Charmel taking on Bobby Lashley and Crystal. So, this match goes uh Didn't we five see that minutes. match in, like, TNA? I'm sure we did. This match goes five minutes. And Crystal gives Charmel the Dominator. And uh Bobby and Crystal go over after Bobby and Booker T go outside. And they... uh that they 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 they, they kind of just let the girls go at it. It was a it was a girl scuffle, you know. And Crystal hits the Dominator on Charmel, and Charmel goes over, or and Charmel loses clean as a sheet. So Bobby Lashley and Crystal, the sexiest black couple in WWE. All right, match number three. Candice Michelle comes out, and uh, I have a little bit of a soft spot for Candice Michelle, by the way. Like, uh, remember when she was like getting really good? Was it like 2008, 2000? My memory, she was doing like really good. Remember she got, that? she got better. Yeah, she got better. So like, I still think of that. Um, but in like 2005, she's probably fucking dog shit bad. Um, so this match was requested specifically so Christy Hemby could come out and her favorite band, her band that played the, her, her theme song, The Hives could play her to the ring. So the hives come out. And for those that don't remember the hives, first off, I fucking remember the hives. I love the hives. (laughs) They played, they had that song, Hate Say Told the Show. Yep. And then they play Walk, Idiot, Walk. It's Christy Amy comes out. And they, um, after they're done playing, they, uh, they second her to the ring. And, uh, Smash goes about four minutes when the hives grab Candice Michelle and start laying in the boots, and uh, Candice Michelle gets oh, by disqualification. What? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> they, they, wanted, they wanted a match, I guess. All right. I guess anything can happen at Great Balls of Beef. <laughs> Which reminds me. <clears throat> Next segment. Go to the back. There's a knock on the door. And uh, Maven goes, come in. And nobody, nobody comes to the door. So here, they come in. Nobody answers the door. And, and Maven's like, what the fuck? So he goes to answer the door. And it's Mark Gingerack. And it's Brian Kendrick. <laughs> and they both are dressed up like the Ramones. <laughs> and they go, Maven. <laughs> go, yeah. We want to play the national anthem next year. <laughs> he says, "Done." <laughs> Segment ends. Did you actually like have COVID at some point and have a fever <laughs> dream? No, this? no, this isn't a fever dream. Can I have some? <laughs> I'll explain the Ramones thing later. I promise. Maven is as baffled as you are, but it's great balls of Maven, baby. And he's not going to turn anybody down except Eugene because the card's already booked. Wow. 
All right. <laughs> so where was I? All right. So match four. Uh, this one's mildly uh, in canon. Uh, the Mexicals are going to take on JBL's cabinet, and um, there's been uh, and at the at the time, you know, this is JBL's run of terror, reign of terror. Um, you know, and he's uh, he's kept the belly beat John Cena at WrestleMania, and um, you know the cabinet is still running strong, and the and the cabinet is just they're disgusted by these disgusting Mexicans that are you know because remember the cabinet. JPL was just George W. Bush. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so they, they they saw the Mexicals and they're like, Get the "Fuck out of here!" And Hoovy's like, "Fuck you!" So they're like, "Well, Great Balls Maven, we're gonna have a fucking match." So this match goes twenty minutes, which is way too long. <laughs> and the finish is uh, a four fifty from Hoovy onto Danny Basham, and the Mexicals win. And uh and the cabinet's pissed. Orlando Jordan's pissed. It's like whatever, we're gonna we're gonna make sure our boy is uh in good shape tonight. So that was match number four. Match number five. The tag team titles. It's uh Caden Murdoch taking on the team of the new Pitbulls. They um they originally were slated to take on Christian and Tyson Tomko, but they were uh mysteriously unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> So the new Pitbulls were kind of just thrown in there, uh, which is great for Caden Murdoch because I meant that they pretty much it was it was pretty much a squash, even though Jamie Noble's a great uh, great worker, so is Kid Cash. Uh, but um, you know they just were not uh, they were not as strong as uh, as a team of Caden Murdoch. I was always upset they didn't have a name, by the way. Um, and uh, finishes uh, Trevor Murdoch hitting his really really shitty Canadian Destroyer for ten minutes. <laughs> Do you remember his Canadian Destroyer? No. Oh, no. No. You have to, so think about this. So this is 2005. And the only guy doing the Destroyer at the time is Petey Williams. And they decided to pick, in order to show how phony the Canadian Destroyer is, to have Trevor Murdoch do the Canadian Destroyer. Like, I remember seeing this and being like, well, that looks phony. <laughs> so that's how they win. And Caden um, Murdoch is your tag team champions. Stand up. Stand up. So, the last segment happens. It's a knock on the door. And, uh, man's like, come in! And it's the dicks. They <laughs> slam the door. And, uh, they're like, like, what's going on, guys? They're like, we're just in here to hide. Like, who are you hiding from? Like, the boogeyman. Maven's <laughs> like, the boogeyman's not real. You're just lying. The dicks are like, fuck you. The boogeyman's real, man. He's coming for us. He, he told us. He says, I'm coming to get you. And Maven's like, I gotta be out there for the main event. So you can, um, so you can, uh, you guys can stay in here, but I gotta get ready to go out. So, you know, they close the door behind, you know, and the dicks are in there. Turns off the lights. And then in the background, it's the boogeyman coming out of Maven's desk. He's like the boogeyman, and I'm coming for you. And then they they cut the outside, and, they, and you hear a no because the boogeyman was coming for their dicks. The boogeyman, or, I'm coming. Or he's coming to get for the, he's coming for the dicks. I apologize. So the next match, Maven comes out here, and uh, you hear uh, you hear 
2001 Space Odyssey come out. It's Ric Flair. Ric Flair goes to Maven. He's like, Maven, I know this is your this is your show. You know, he said you had something special for me. So what's going on? And Maven goes, tonight, Ric Flair, you're taking on Kenneth Kobashi. And uh, Ric Flair's like, who's that geek? <laughs> and Kobashi comes out with, with all of his pomp and circumstance. And Kobashi and Ric Flair uh, fucking have a a clinic. You know, this is this is the epitome of these two old school guys just going crazy. You know, this goes 30 minutes. Kobashi goes over Ric Flair with a burning hammer. <laughs> yeah. Ric Flair takes the burning hammer. In 2005. In 2005. <laughs> hey, it's like, want something special. And they just, and you have to realize the whole match is just a bunch of chops. That's all it is. For 30 minutes. Just chop, 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 chop. Ah, fuck. So, the main event happens for your WWE Championship. JBL's taking on the the, the disgusting Arabic terror Muhammad Hassan. That JBL is fucking furious at this at this guy, and Muhammad Hassan has had uh, is not the the guy that he was before he was uh, taken out by the Undertaker. Uh, which now in hindsight, I go, hmm. Um, Mom and Hassan is, uh, babyfaced himself a lot more. Same, uh, same gimmick. That's why he's good for Davari. Davari, you know, was too militant. It sounds like, you know, a lot more like, uh, the Muhammad Ali character. Mustafa Ali. <laughs> Mustafa Ali character nowadays. Uh, Muhammad Hassan's like, I have not done anything wrong to anybody here. You're just discriminating me, you know, because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm an Italian, but they pl- make me play an Arabic guy. And, um, and JBL's like, fuck you. You, you, you hid the weapons of mass destruction to your backyard. And, uh, Muhammad Sassan's like, no, I didn't. JBL's like, bullshit. And so that was the lead up of this match. JBL taking on Muhammad Hassan. This goes 25 minutes and it's a fucking bloodbath. Well, this is this match is like Muda scale fucking blood. JBL just gushing, Muhammad Hassan just gushing. You know, there's there's a lot of animosity between these two, and uh, you know they go back and forth, and the cabinet tries to interfere, but Muhammad Hassan is like fucking Arab uh, Superman, and just fucking every time Orlando gets up, and boom pops him, goes off the bash, and boom pops him, gets off, and. um you know, J- JBL is going for the the clothesline from hell, and uh, fucking gets out of the way, and he brings him down to the ground, and he, and he he kicks him right in the liver, and fucking JBL is completely just you know they're, they're both just a bloodbath, and uh, Muhammad Hassan locks on the camel clutch, and the blood is just completely engulfing the the entire canvas, and and this is like this is like Austin Brett levels of blood. You know, and just Muhammad Hassan is just cranking on this camel clutch and uh until JBL passes out and uh Muhammad Hassan is your new WWE heavyweight champion. <laughs> I love hearing just Jesus Christ. I mean <laughs> and Maven, 
up at up in the box with Larry Bird goes, thanks everybody for coming to Great Balls of Maven. We'll see you guys back here next year for Great Balls of Maven five. My insane work rate card is going to lose to Great Balls of Maven. <laughs> um, I just pictured JBL being like Stan from American Dad <laughs> when they they have the um, Arab neighbors move in next door, <laughs> and they, he he's like, "So you're from Baghdad?" And the guy says, "Well, we're from Cleveland." <laughs> and Stan says, we have a Cleveland in, in our country, too, and I'd prefer if you didn't blow it up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's amazing. Um, I don't watch a lot of American Dad, but I remember that line from being like, holy shit, does he actually just say that? <laughs> um, Don, Don, yeah. it's in a... Dude, one of my favorite jokes from King of the Hill was, are you Chinese or Japanese? We're Laotian. The ocean? What ocean? No, from Laos, <laughs> stupid. So are you Chinese or Japanese? <laughs> That's season one. I was, uh, Matt, I was so happy to have this card. <laughs> I can tell. I can, I, I was like, what's great is if we do any of these, uh, any of these next couple of years in the 2000s, let me assure you, if there's a wild card, guess who's coming out, motherfucker? It's Great Poles of Me, even two. <laughs> I don't care if it's TNA. I don't care if it's fucking Ring of Honor. All right, I'm calling it now. If I lose, I'm coming back for Great Balls and Maven 2, and I'm coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming at well, Great you. Balls and Maven 2 has got would have to be in 2003. You know, Great Balls and Maven 2, 1 happens in 2002 after he beats Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 18 and a half. <laughs> so... <laughs> If you go on to at the A Show on CKCC on Twitter, God, I don't even want to do it. I'm so dejected right now. (laughs) He's like, I put all this work into it, and Chris just pulled names from a hat. Um, I'm still kind of trying to process what I just heard. What was it that really bothered you? Great balls of Maven, (laughs) specifically. Uh, Yes. Was it? it was yes. it Piper? That would bother you? No, um, that, that might have been the best thing on the show. <laughs> it's most so, consistent. Oh, there's something consistent about your card. Uh, um, was it alleg- was, oh, allegedly? Was it was it the was it the the Ramones thing? <laughs> what the fuck? That, that was I I said it like. When I was a message boarder, I was like, I think Paul London and uh, Brian Jindrak or Brian Kendrick should do a Ramones gimmick. And like it had a little bit of a, you know, it made a thread, you know, there was 19 replies, you know, it was always in the back of my head. I was like, man, that'd be awesome. If they're just like a garage band gimmick. And like people would just join their band, like because it was way more interesting than being fucking whatever the hell they were. So if you go on Twitter, <laughs> go to at the EA show on CKCC, you're going to have three options. <laughs> you can vote for Chris O'Mealy with AJ Styles against Kurt Angle against 
not at all foreshadowing the future, stalking Paul Heyman at ringside, Chris Benoit. <laughs> you did say that. I was like, ooh, that's the choice of words right there, O'Malley. I know what I said. <laughs> um, you, you, you could choose my card with the Fatal 4-Way and with uh, the ICW, ICWA, Texarkana Television Champion, Sweeney Sweeney. Which is great. Or... <laughs> Should you feel so inclined, <laughs> whatever the hell we just heard, it wasn't that crazy. <laughs> whatever we just heard from the actual fever dream that Chris Becker and I have. This is your legacy on this show now. I, I hope, like, <laughs> I'm I mean, so happy. I'm sure you're glad that the tag team of El Porto, Recanio, and Parka <laughs> has been rescinded. Yeah, That's the wildest shit. Um, if if you black couple supremacy, everybody. <laughs> if you are Crystal, was way sexier than Charmel. Dude, I expect to lose on this one, but <laughs> fuck. Um, it's not that I'm losing; it's what I'm losing too. <laughs> Yo, Kate Murdoch against the new Pitbull is a good match. Rick Flair and Kanakabashi, come on. Okay, so you have Rick Flair and Kanakabashi, <laughs> but you have Muhammad Hassan, world champion. Yes. And In a bloodbath. Swedish retro rock band The Hive. Maybe <laughs> up Candace Michelle. <laughs> that was gonna be Candace Michelle against Molina, and she got taken. That was gonna be a good match. So, I mean, it would have been something. <laughs> so, if you want to vote for Great Balls of Maven, Great Balls of Maven four. <sighs> God damn it. You you well, can also you can also v- vote for that option. <laughs> I think you just I think the way we're wording this is now they're just going to vote for it because yeah <laughs> I mean you guys should say this this card is not fair but I did draft all these guys this was done totally legally. Uh, Look, I'm not disputing the legality <laughs> of what we just heard. Hey, um, it is an option that you that you can choose <laughs> of the three when this goes up on Monday morning, which will be before you hear this. Obviously, the poll will already be up at the A Show on CKCC on Twitter. You will have your three options. You will have fake Canadian trader Paul Heyman. <laughs> You will have Larry Sweeney and Little Rock, Arkansas, and the most stereotypical WWE world title match you could possibly have. Or Boogeyman go after the dicks. <laughs> or you can have a, a, a reality where, <laughs> where Mick Foley beats Hulk Hogan clean. <laughs> 15 minutes with the Manable Claw. And for some reason, the very sense-making pairing of Mark Jindrak and Brian Kendrick. <laughs> Wanting to do the national anthem for Great Balls of Maven 5. 
as the remote. <laughs> At the A Show on CKCC on Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> the Boogeyman was going after their dicks. I am defeated. I, I'm I'm so confused right now. Um, and I knew for the past month how excited Chris was <laughs> for Great Balls with Maven. Four. <laughs> Four. But I, I, I really didn't know. Like, I was like, okay, is this going to be like Ricky Steamboat Freedom Medal of Honor? <laughs> Which was also amazing. In West Point. In West Point. <laughs> or is born. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> one week from today on CKCC Radio, Shane Storm joins me on by the numbers. That's gonna be gone. Two weeks from today on the A Show, the stepdads join us: Wade Kruger, Radley Belmont, and they wanted to do 1998 WCW. Good year. So, so, lots of stuff we could take from that. I, I thought compiling a roster of 120 guys was going to be tedious. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, we're gonna have a lot to choose from. The longest segment on the show is going to be the "You weren't booked" segment. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the dads are like the best dudes. Oh my god, they're awesome. They're gonna tell the story about how I. Neglected to check on uh, Wade, uh, but that is a that is a fake news story. Uh, yes, I did not care for him uh, slightly, but there, but it's not as bad as it sounds. I promise. Um, I saw the bump, and well, obviously you did. You were ref in the match, and I was. Oh no, I wasn't ref in the match. I I was on the side. I I oh I, wait, I didn't ref. Oh, someone else ref that match. Try Jeff. <laughs> Jeff or CJ or somebody. Yeah. Um, you did just leave Wade there. I, I mean, mean I, I had to move the table. That's what that's what I was told to do. <laughs> so Wade will bury Decker for that in two weeks on this program. He, he will very much bury me. Uh, but these guys are awesome. It's going to be absolutely ridiculous. I'm looking forward to it. Chris O'Mealy. Despite the content that you're likely going to lose to. <laughs> Kabashi beats Ric Flair with a burning hammer. In 2005. Yeah, I heard you. Uh, <laughs> um, we, we thank you, uh, first and foremost, for having us on your network. Yeah, 100%. You're welcome. And also for joining us here on the A-Show. Please come do it again sometime in the future. I look forward to it. And Decker, I'm coming for you. Go ahead. Great balls of Maven 2, baby. Yeah. The, the Maven. You wait till I bust out the Great Balls of Raven. <laughs> I imagine you trying to you picking Maven before me just to spite me. He's gonna be my number one draft pick. And and then Chris just does Great Balls of Maven anyway. <laughs> Except he was sick. Um, so, so until next time. <laughs> Bye, guys. 
Thank you, thank yeah, you for nothing. listening. Please still continue to listen in two weeks. <laughs> listen. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The boogeyman came after the dicks. <laughs> thank you for joining us this week on The A Show. Until next time, my name is Matt. My name is Chris. At CKCC, radio has peaked. You tell, we'll see you tell all your friends about this, Amelia. Oh, oh, don't worry. I won't be able to stop talking about this. Eugene's not booked. <laughs> we'll see you next time.